Well, it's just another day that the Lord has blessed me. Just another day that the Lord has kept me and blessed me. The Lord has kept me from all evil with my mind stayed on Jesus. It's just another day that the Lord has kept us. Yes, it is. We bless the Lord. All my soul and all that is within me. Come on, babies. Let's go to church. Come on, let's rise and shine and give God the glory. Come on. The Lord has kept us day by day. The Lord has kept our minds stayed on the Lord. Oh, come on to church this morning. Come on, press your way into the house of God. Press your way into the throne room of God. Come on, wherever you are right now, make your way Make your way to church. Come on, make your way. Put a cross around your neck. Put something around in, in front of you that, that reminds you that you are worshiping. Don't just sit there uh, and make it look like you're just looking at television. Get a cross. Come on, it is first Sunday. Come on, Ray of Hope in particular. Ray of Hope Community Church here in Nashville. Ah, our people, the people who call Pastor Martin L. Espinosa and myself. Your pastors, your shepherds. Come on, it's it's first Sunday. It's communion Sunday. So come on and get your wafers and get your crackers and get a little orange juice, a grape juice, Kool-Aid, even in milk, water. It's all right because we're going to go and we're going to commune because the scripture says as often as you do it, come on, we show forth God and that Jesus is coming back again. Oh, good morning. Praise God. This is the day that the Lord has made. And we will rejoice and be glad in it. It's worship time. We press our way into the presence of God. We press our way into the house of God. Virtually, electronically, digitally. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. As long as we are intentional and deliberate about being in the house of God, we welcome you this morning. Welcome you to worship here on, yes, the first Sunday of May 2020. Yes, it is. We are outside of the church building, but we are in the presence of God. Ah, the building is closed, but worship and church is still going on. Yes, we cannot gather as a people because these are difficult and uncertain times. We can't gather physically, but we're gathering all over from North Nashville to South Nashville to East Nashville to West Nashville, from Goodlessville, come on down all the way to Brentwood, all the way to Franklin. Come on, somebody. We're just going to praise God and thank God. We're going to press our way uh, into the house of God, into the presence of God. And we want to just give God praise and honor. We begin uh, every Sunday morning here with prayer because we believe that prayer changes things and prayer changes situations. We also believe that prayer changes people who change situations. Uh, we believe that prayer uh, uh, is, is our language to God, and we will not begin to worship without a moment of prayer, a, a, a time of prayer, and bowing our heads, holding each other's hands. Amen. We know you're already doing it all week long. You have been taught here at the Ray of Hope Community Church. You've been taught by your parents. You've been taught by your mother, your father, your grandfather. You learn.
learn from some deacon, some elder, somewhere you learned how to pray. And so let's go into the throne room of God. We praise God here on Good Shepherd Sunday. Uh, we are thanking God because at the Ray of Hope, we not just celebrate Easter, but we celebrate the 50 days past Easter. When Jesus, because when Jesus got up from the, from the grave, Jesus stayed with them for another almost 50 days, reaffirming each time in his appearance that, that he had arisen. And so we've already done all the other three Sundays. And this Sunday is the good, when he talks about being a good shepherd. Uh, so this is a part of the Easter season. It continues the Easter season. So we go into prayer right now. We welcome you again, those of you who are worshiping with us virtually, especially who are visitors. We like to say guests here at the Ray of Hope Community Church. If you are a guest, come on and say something in the comments section. Leave us a comment. Interact with us. We're asking our members also to leave photos of, if you have a, a photo of yourself with Pastor Espinosa or myself, please do post it there on our Welcome to the Ray page, uh, Facebook page. Make sure you get on our Twitter page and our Instagram. That's all right. That's all we're going to say about those kinds of things. Let's just worship God. Let, let us talk to God. Let's have a little talk with Jesus. God, we love you and we praise you and we magnify you. Oh, we've come to the garden alone while the dew is still, still on the roses. God, we bless you. You, you uh, The psalmist said, who can ascend unto the holy mountain and, and, and who can come into uh, uh, God's presence? Only those with a clean hands and an upright heart. Oh God, so in the name of Jesus, forgive us if my hands, if our hands are not absolutely clean and if our heart are not absolutely right, God. We ask you to give us a clean heart so that we might worship you, God. We've come to this garden. We've, we've come in and we're walking with you and we're talking with you and, and we hear you saying that we are indeed your own, God. We thank you for the opportunity to pray. We thank you for the opportunity to press our way into the throne room. We thank you for the opportunity, oh God, to be intentional and deliberate, oh, oh God, about coming into your presence. We're not just rolling over in in bed right now coming into you we are God in the name we are sitting up calling on your name God we're standing up calling on your name right now we're not mumbling and grumbling about calling on you we want you to know that we call you Jehovah Jireh you are our strength you are our way maker you are our promise keeper and we say thank you God thank you God that on Good Shepherd Sunday we're not we're not just celebrating pastors and ministers and clergy people but we we are, we are indeed, we are indeed celebrating the master shepherd. We are indeed celebrating the shepherd of all shepherds. The rest of us are under shepherds, but you are the shepherd who comes to see about us, who comes to tend to us, who comes and reaches for us, and who comes and corrects us, and comes and saves us, and comes and delivers us. You are our shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want here today. And so, God, we bless you. We bless you for everyone who's gathered here this morning. God, pressing their way, making their way. Lift up our heads right now, our bowed out head, our uncertain head, our nervous and worrying head. We say thank you. We thank you because you've been good and you've been kind to us. You've been consistent. New mercies consistently. New mercies consistently. You have been merciful to us. And we say thank you. Thank you for your goodness and for your mercy. God, we know that even as we pray here in Nashville, you are working some miracles, some 
somewhere in South Africa. While we are praying, we're not just a local people only concerned about our local situation. God, the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. And so we pray for the whole earth, God. Wherever your people are mourning and groaning, wherever the poor are, wherever the under, uh, the, those who are part of the underbelly are, those who are voiceless and unseen and, and unheard and disenfranchised and, and living in, and huddling in houses scared. Today, God, before we go into our worship service, th thanking you for being our great shepherd, we remember those who are stand in need of a special blessing and a special healing. God, we ask you to go into the hospitals right now. We go ask you right now to, to, to help some grieving soul right now who's grieving over the loss of somebody right now. God, we will not go into worship and just praise you for what you've done for us without remembering God, but by the grace of God, there go us. So God, so right now go to someone whose heart is heavy. Someone who is right now in the name of Jesus grieving the loss of, of a loved one. Be with them, God. Be their comforter, we do pray. Oh, God, and somebody is in a hospital room right now. God, come on. You are a physician who's never lost a patient right now. Go in there and comfort them. And, and, and God, we believe here at the Ray of Hope, we believe in science and in medicine and, and in faith. We believe in faith and, and, God, we believe in science. So, God, in the name of Jesus, we believe that we we can pray and you can work with the doctors and the hospitals and, and, and the urgent care people. So right now in the name of Jesus, we pray, we pray, we pray for healing. We pray for deliverance. We pray for salvation. We pray for a miracle in Jesus' name. We love you, God. We thank you for this worship experience. Oh, God, pray for this country right now. We pray for this country. I'll leave it at that, God. We'll pray for this country. And the government shall be upon your shoulders. And you shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Prince of Peace, and Everlasting Creator. And of your kingdom there shall be no end. Thank you, God, for those who are gathered here in worship. Thank you for those who are pressing their way. Thank you for even the little children who may be listening and don't understand and confused and bored and tired. Oh, God, but when I was a child, I spoke and I understood like a child. Oh, but when you become an adult, you'll understand these things by and by. Bless your name. Thank you, God. We love you. We praise you. We magnify you. In Jesus' name, and the people of God together will say, Amen, Amen, Amen. We bless the Lord. Come on and give God some praise because He speaks to us, and the sound of His voice is so sweet that even the birds hush their singing, and the melody that He gives to me. Oh, come on, let's go to the garden. Come on, come on, let's go to the garden. Come on, come on, baby. Come on, let's go to the garden. While the dew is still on the roses, we bless the Lord here this morning. Oh, and he walks with me, and he talks with me, and he tells me I am his own. And the joy we share as we tarry there, none other has ever heard on and he walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me I am his own and the joy we share as we tarry there none other has ever heard on we serve a great God and a mighty God, 
that he's so great to us. Our God is greater. Our God is stronger. And we honor him today for being so awesome to us. Hallelujah. We love you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, we love you, Jesus. Come on, while you're worshiping, just type in the comment section, we serve a great God. He's great. He's great. Come on, come on. He's great. He's great. Just type it out. He's great. He's great. This is an interesting season, but he's still great. And we serve a great God. Hallelujah. We honor you, Jesus. Come on, even in your living room, just lift your hands and surrender to him. Come on, come on. Remind your children that he's still a great God. For those that may not understand, come on. Just remind them now that he's still good and he's still great and there's nobody like him. God, we honor your great name today for being so awesome to us. We love you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God, we offer up these words. Water you turned into wine. You opened the eyes of the blind. There's no one like you. None like you. Into the darkness you shine. Out of the ashes we rise. There's no one like you. None like you. Come on, sing this part with your family. Our God is greater. Our God is stronger. God, you are higher than any other. Our God is healer, awesome in power. Our God, our God. Let's sing it again. Our God is greater. Our God is stronger. God, you are higher than any other. Our God is healer, awesome in power. Our God, our God. Now come on, just lift your voice right where you are. Come on, create your own song in your living room. Hallelujah. Come on, you may not have words, but just say, oh. Come on. Oh. verse again. Hallelujah. Water you turned into wine. You opened the eyes of the blind. There's no one like you. None like you. Hallelujah. Into the darkness you shine. Hallelujah. Out of the ashes we rise, there's no one like you. There's none like you. Come on, everybody, sing it. Hey, our God is greater. Our God is stronger. God, you are higher than any other. Our God is healer. Awesome in power, our God. Hallelujah. Our God, come on, sing it again. Hey, our God is greater. Our God is stronger. God, you are higher than any other. 
Our God is healer, awesome in power. Our God, yes, Lord. Our God, come on and worship right where you are. Hallelujah, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Come on. We love you, Jesus. Come on, just type the words, our God, our God. Hey, hey, hey. We serve a great God. We serve a great God. We serve a great God. Come on, let's declare this part. And if our God is for us, then who could ever stop us? And if our God is with us, then what can stand against? And if our God is for us, then who could ever stop us? And if our God is with us, then what can stand against? Oh, then what can stand against? Yeah. Oh, our God is greater. Our God is stronger. God, you are higher than any, any other. Our God is healer, awesome in power, our God. Our God, hey, our God is greater. Our God is stronger. Lord, you are higher than any, any other. Our God is healer, awesome in power. Our God, our God. But come on, just worship him. Come on, just begin to type out what he is to you. He's greater. He's stronger. Come on, type it out. He's mighty. He's awesome. He's a ruler. He's a protector. He's loyal. He's faithful. He's strong. His love is everlasting. His love is unconditional. God, we love you, and we serve a great God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our God is greater. Yeah. Our God is stronger. Yeah. God, you are higher than me. Yeah. Everybody, Hallelujah. our God is greater, our God is stronger. God, you are higher than any other. Yes, our God is healer, awesome in power. Yeah, our God, yeah. our God, our God, our God, our God, our God is greater, our God is stronger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, you are higher. Our God is healer, awesome in power. One more time. Our God, oh, great is the Lord. Great is the Lord. And greatly to be praised. Our God is stronger. God, you are stronger than You are higher. You sit high and you look low. Our God is healer. A healer. Anybody need a healer? Come on, you got to say, Our God. Our God, come on, our God, our God, He's our God. Come on, they're our, our God, He's our God. Come on, everybody, our God, He's our God. Yeah, yeah. 
So maybe what COVID-19 is teaching us is how to make them sit next to you. And even if they're bored and don't understand, it makes them see you worship God. Oh, you never know that while we're going through this, they may have to go through this one day. And so they need to learn how to worship God in the living room and worship God in the kitchen and worship God in the bedroom and worship God in the garage and worship God in the car. Our God, that's right. Teach him, baby. This is how you worship God. Oh, I'll be glad when I get back to church. But in the meantime, I'm going to worship God right here at the dining room table. I'm going to learn how to worship God at the breakfast table. I'm going to worship God here above the stove top. Oh, I'm going to worship God at the microwave. I'm going to, our God, I'm going to worship God out in the yard as I cut the grass. Our God, our God, our God. From heaven above 
wisdom now. Come, power, and love our God is an awesome God. Hallelujah. My, 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 my. Oh, God, we praise you. Oh, as an awesome God. Oh, we bless the Lord. Welcome to the Ray of Hope Community Church. Welcome to worship. Welcome to worship. Not just going to church, but now welcome to worship. Not just, not just sitting and turning on your devices, but welcome to worship. Our God, our God, our God. Our God, our God, our God. We welcome you wherever you are right now. We give God praise. And as we all learn how to go in and worship God, not just not just have service online. We've been having service online, but this morning we're trying to, we're trying to worship God this morning. And in this artificial medium that we find ourselves in and lonely for each other and desperate. God, we're desperate to touch one another, but, but in the meantime, we press our way. Thank God for Brother Nate and we thank God for Brother Hank and thank God you just heard Pastor singing as well. So we, we, we is the choir here today, amen, and we are, we're giving God praise and we're giving God Honor. That's all right. We is the praise team. Amen. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and we're going to sing a new song unto the Lord. And, and so we ask that you would remember us in, in your gifts and in your support. Ray of Hope Community Church and our guests, we want you to know that you have been generous to this ministry. You have been kind to this ministry. You have not forgotten your your church. And I'm like Paul when I when I am when I remember your great gift to us and the ways in which you have supported your church. We are showing you online the ways in which you support the church. Because your, your support makes all of this possible. You make it possible for us to press our way to the house of God. You make it possible for us to go by and see about the sick and the shut in. Shut in. It makes it possible for us to leave some gifts for people around the world who are writing and calling us with greater needs than even that we have from South Africa, from over in North Nashville. Amen. And so we ask that you will continue. Come on with your offerings and your tithes. And I guess we thank God for each one of you who press your way and give generously. Many of you drop by here as you're dropping by some other churches and you're giving and, and God sees that. And, and we believe that that, that that touches the hearts of God. We're not trying to make a connection between uh, everything that you get and what you give but we're just saying God sees your sacrifice come on and we just give God praise and come through our cash app and givelify and paypal even through zelle z-e-l-l-l now we can go from bank account to bank account and you don't even you can bypass all of those services and fees and we ask that you would see our finance committee or any leader about that but listen we're worshiping God and we're praising God and we thank God for each one of you who's here Pastor Espinosa is going to come and bring just a minute or two amen of announcement but you know, it's just sad on one level. All we all our extra conversation is about giving, but there's so much more that we care about here at the Ray of Hope Church. We care about these services, we care about when will we be coming back together. We ask that you would text each other as we are in the midst of worship and just say good morning to somebody. Come on and interact in, in our comments section. Just leave leave us a word of encouragement. Encourage one another. Amen. Amen. We praise God for you as Pastor Martin L. Espinosa comes and leads us further. And then Brother Nate will be coming back. We can't thank God. Remember, this is 
Good Shepherd Sunday. Amen. And so we ask that you would make sure that you would uh, find a photo. If you can find a photo, it's got to be some photo you've taken with me and, uh, or, or with Pastor Spinoza. Remember, that's how many times we've always, I've always asked you, take a photo in the lobby, take a photo in the lobby. And now you wish you had taken a photo in the lobby. If you don't see one of those, take then, then just post a photo, one of your favorite photos of just hanging in at the church with somebody else. Just this is Good Shepherd Sunday. It's also First Sunday. We thank God for the altar aides who met here on yesterday to set this up. We praise God for each one of you. God bless you. Pastor Martin L. Espinosa. Of God, we give God thanks and we give God praise for the joyousness of this day. We honor the Lord for being God of our lives. We thank God that God has not left us, but God is with us. Amen. God is with us in COVID. God is taking care of us. God is moving by God's spirit and by God's power, and we are grateful to be in relationship with that God. We're grateful for the sweet spirit of worship that is in this sanctuary today. Certainly, it is a public expression of our private devotion to God. All of our prayers, all of our petitions, all of our intercessions that we have made known unto God, they are coming to bear upon our worship services, and we give God thanks and we give God praise. Look, I am godly pleased to be the pastor of the Ray of Hope Community Church, one of the pastors here at the church, and to see the way that we are working as a team to make ministry happen here at the Ray of Hope Church. We're grateful for our media and sound uh, ministry that are here with us, one security officer, uh, a singer, and a musician, and we are having church here at the Ray of Hope Church. What it does do is it gives us certainly an opportunity to see what we value here at the Ray of Hope Church. We value the word of God. We value the worship of God. We value the work that we have put our hands to do and all that God has called us to do. As imperfect people who serve a perfect God, we have come to this place today to give God thanks and to give God praise and to worship God in the beauty of holiness. Amen. We are delighted to have all of our various offerings by which we are trying to keep you, the uh, congregation here at the Rev Hope Church, together to keep us connected. Amen. And so our Monday, Wednesday, and Friday uh, midday meditations, uh, men's Bible study tomorrow evening at uh, 6.30 as well. Uh, again, just the various ways, Tuesday evening, Thursday evening, prayer, our children, youth and children, our Chiron ministry are having their own worship service and their own prayer uh, as well. So many different ways that we are trying to keep you connected here uh, as we try to do uh, church. Amen. In the midst of a pandemic, and we give God thanks. Again, our commitment as pastors are to, is to come to the church and to broadcast the service just to give you a sense of what your church looks like, remind you of what it means to be in the house of God. Amen. This is the place where we come to worship God, but you can worship God where you are. You can have an altar in your home. You can do, amen, some personal praying for us in your places of uh, abode, just as we do when we gather together. So we give God thanks and praise for the sanctuary, but you can turn your home into a sanctuary as well. You can become your own worship leaders, amen, and we give God thanks and we give God praise for that, amen. I want to strongly encourage you to participate in some one of these ministries during the course of the week. If you're not yet getting your wellness call, please uh, let somebody know. Dr. Marsha Klingscale and her team of persons will be more than happy to make sure the word gets out. And we give God thanks and we 
praise for all those who are helping to make ministry happen. Amen. Uh, we are delighted just to announce to you before we left uh, out of the sanctuary worshiping, we took up an offering for one of our sister churches that uh, certainly was hit during uh, the tornadoes right before COVID uh, shut down and stay at home uh, demands and requirements. Uh, the Mount Bethel Missionary Baptist Church, one of my former students. Uh, Dr. Jacques Boyd is the pastor there. We were able to make sure that they had a contribution from our church in the sum of $1,000 this week. Amen. It is your continuous gifts. Uh, that church lost both their buildings. Uh, both buildings were damaged by the tornadoes uh, there on Arthur Street. And uh, we are believing God that God is going to restore that ministry resurrected amen is going to come back better than expected amen and we give god thanks and we give god praise for that thank god for our couples ministry you met online this past uh, thursday evening had a wonderful time over uh, 20 persons were on there 10 couples or more uh, certainly had a blessed time in the lord and we're looking forward to just keep doing ministry amen and doing what we can with what we have to make ministry happen at the Ray of Hope Church. Reverend Nita's already said it. Today's first communion. It is, uh, it is communion Sunday, and we are delighted to be in the house of God. I'm excited to be able to preach the gospel today, and we look forward to Brother Nate, who's going to come and lead us again, and then we'll have uh, the preaching and communion, and we'll try to make it as short as possible and as sweet as possible. Amen. Bless the name of God. One thing that we need is guidance. We need the Lord to lead us. And uh, I was listening to this song on the way here, and uh, it's the chorus that gets me. <laughs> All right. Oh, we, we'll be singing oh, with a choir. With a trio. <laughs> oh, leave me. Lead me, guide me along the way. For if you lead me, I cannot stray. Lord, let me walk each day. Let's start back over. Yeah, one more time. And, and don't y'all share this one. Amen. All right. <laughs> Lead me. Guide me. Guide me. Along. Along. Along the way. For if you lead me. For if you lead me, I cannot stray. That's it. That's it, baby. Yeah. yeah. Lord, let me walk each day, each day, each day with thee. Come on, church, sing it with us. Lead me, oh Lord. This is Good Shepherd singing. Come on, we're going to do that one more time. That's all right. We're just going to sing the chorus. Lead me. Come on. Lead me. Guide me along. 
going to share this part, children. For if you leave me, I cannot stay. Lord, let me walk. Let me walk. think we sound pretty good yeah, as a yeah, trio. Yeah. Amen. Uh, I don't know what y'all thinking. Amen. Reverend Nita talking about don't share this. Share this all over the world. Amen. This is the Rev Hope Trio. Amen. Nate and the Rev Hope family. Nate and the Ray. <laughs> and we give God thanks and we give God praise for the joyousness of this day. Hey, this is who we are as a church family. We are serious about the God that we worship. But we believe that in the presence of the Lord there is fullness of joy. And at the right hand of God there are pleasures forevermore. So we count it not uh, a small thing to be able to come and share the gospel. But also we count it a joy to be able to enjoy each other even during COVID. Amen. And we give God thanks and we give God praise for uh, the blessedness of this moment in time. Hey, it's time for the word of God. Uh, get your Bibles out if you can, your notepads, however you listen to the Word of God, we are asking you, amen, if you, the people of God, would get ready to hear from God what God has to say to us on this very special day, amen. In the Gospel of John, the 10th chapter, you would find the words of our text for today, John's Gospel, chapter 10, amen, as we continue in these great 50 days, it is the 50 days after Easter, Traditionally, it is a time of evangelism, a time of convincing people that the resurrected Jesus, amen, the one that we said he's not dead, he's alive, he is risen, amen, that that Jesus is worthy to be praised, that Jesus is worthy to be followed, that Jesus, amen, is deserving of all of our praise, all of our honor, and all of our glory. And so during this season, we have already heard uh, from Resurrection Sunday, and then Thomas Sunday, and then Meal Sunday, and today we're looking at uh, the teaching. So we have moved away from the uh, appearances of Jesus to now the teachings of Jesus as a way of convincing persons to believe in Jesus Christ, amen, to give him the honor, to give him the glory, to give him a chance to be the savior of your life, amen. Uh, that is indeed the emphasis of these uh, the next few Sundays here at the Rev Hope Church. <clears throat> Amen. Um, 
John's Gospel, chapter 10, and I want to read verses 1 through 12 just as a way of giving us a foundation for what we will share with you on today. I'm reading from the Revised Standard Version of the Bible, and it reads thusly, Truly, truly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs in by another way, that man is a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the gatekeeper opens. The sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes before them. And the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. A stranger they will not follow, but they will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. This figure Jesus used with them, but they did not understand what he was saying. So Jesus again said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the, the sheep did not heed them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved, and he will go in and out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they might have life and have it abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. He who is a hireling and not a shepherd, whose own the sheep are not, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees, and the wolf snatches them and scatters them. Thus far the scripture, the reading of the word of God. Let the people of God say thanks be to God. Grateful we are for this time in history, God. Grateful we are for this first Sunday of the month of May. Grateful we are for COVID lockdown and the grace and the mercy that you've given to each of us. Grateful we are for the church and the way that you have favored this church and this ministry. God, we lift our hands in praise. We lift our hands in total celebration for the God that you are and how you have taken care of us in the middle of COVID-19. Thank you for watching over this church. And thank you, God, for the next rounds of great things that you have in store for us. God, we stand on tiptoes and we keep our eyes on you and we simply ask you to have your own way with us in the name of Jesus. Bless us is our prayer we do pray in Jesus' name. And the people of God together says amen and amen. Today for the time that's mine and I'm trying to preach as quickly as I can, amen. want to preach from the subjects, the shepherd's voice. Amen. Just a shepherd's voice bless his name let me state from the outset that the use of the beloved ancient metaphor of the sheep and the shepherd to describe God's relationship with God's people poses some major problems for some contemporary minds uh, let me say it from the outset uh, that the imagery of God's people being sheep and God being shepherd poses some major problems for contemporary minds. On one level, we are not agrarian people. We don't live off the land like people in both Old and New Testaments. We're not farmers. We don't raise cattle. We don't raise goats. We don't raise, uh, you know, beasts of burdens or animals for food as people in both Old and New Testaments. 
most folks listening to this message today have never been on a farm, period. Amen. Much less to have seen a sheep in person. Amen. So the sights and the sounds necessary to appreciate this metaphor have never really been experienced by most folks. Amen. I wish I could take you down to islands where I was born and you get a chance to see sheep and goat, amen, on that beautiful tropical island of Trinidad and Tobago. But we don't have that opportunity this morning. On another level, sheep uh, are said to be dumb and docile, absent-minded and stubborn, short-sighted and slow. All characteristics that well-educated folks will not easily accept as, uh, you know, that which characterizes them. So folks with PhDs like we have here at the church and graduate degrees, they critique this metaphor and they dismiss this metaphor as being too antiquated to use in the teaching of the gospel of the kingdom of God that lifts labels and heals diseases in the lives of God's people. It's, it's, it's problematic for some folks sometimes. And yet on another level, God as shepherd and pastors as shepherds, they do not always make for easy applications in sermons. I, again, I'm going to say it again on another level. God as shepherd and pastors as shepherds do not always make for easy applications in sermons. Simply put, God is the perfect leader. God is the perfect shepherd. Pastors, amen, are not. Come on, I'll say it again. God is the perfect leader. And God is a perfect provider. And God is a perfect protector. Amen. For all of our lives. Pastors are not perfect. And pastors, amen, are not perfect leaders. And pastors are not perfect protectors. And pastors are not perfect providers. So sometimes uh, it is difficult to use this metaphor, amen, as that which describes the relationship between God and God's people. But yet I discover something. That when we are in trouble, <laughs> there's nothing, uh, there is something, and there, uh, there is something assuring and comforting uh, about the words that we find in Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, <laughs> and I shall not want. The Lord makes me to lie down in green pastures. The Lord leads me beside the still waters. The Lord restores my soul. I've discovered that when we are in trouble, it does not matter if we got a Ph.D. It does not matter what side of town we live in. It does not matter well, what we think about this metaphor intellectually and critically. But when we are in trouble, nothing comforts our souls like knowing that God is our shepherd. God is our shepherd. I tell you, there's something to be said about knowing that God is your shepherd. And even more so, to know your shepherd's voice. Come on, y'all. It's assuring. It's comforting to know that God is our shepherd. Listen, 
This kind of assurance and comfort is what Jesus is offering his philosophically astute disciples in this Bible story today. According to the gospel writer John, Jesus says, and he said it himself, I am the good shepherd. Amen. And the good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. I'm going to say it to you again. John says to his PhDs and John says to his folks who know about Socrates and Descartes and, and Aristotle, John says to these uh, Greek, these folks who are Greek thinking, Greek speaking folks, John, John says to them, I, Jesus says, I am the good shepherd and a good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. Listen to me today. Amen. I'm going to try to slow it down. Uh, you know, it's hard preaching uh, chairs alone. You kind of, uh, nobody saying amen to you, so you're kind of, kind of, you know, rushing through it. But, uh, but I want you to get it back there, Brother uh, Akko, back there. Amen. I'm going to preach to Akko at the back of the sanctuary. <laughs> Jesus is declaring that he is the good shepherd because his people have been experiencing bad shepherds. John is presenting Jesus in this dualistic kind of way. Amen. John is presenting Jesus as a good leader because his people have been up under bad leaders. Come on, y'all. John is declaring Jesus as the eternal protector and way maker and promise keeper because the people have not been experiencing such from their leaders. What the, when the people have been blind, as in chapter 9, their leaders have not been able to give them sight. When they have been hungry and thirsty as they were in chapter 6, their leaders had not been able to give them bread to fill their bellies or water to quench their thirst. When they have been sick in the city pools or embarrassed at their wedding feasts, their leaders have not been able to provide for them. Can't you see the parallels, my brothers and my sisters? As we live through COVID-19 and 2020, no universal health care for all Americans, uh, and they're still trying to take it away. Amen. Still don't want our women to have access to safe abortions. No job security for 99% of the population. Come on. If COVID is not showing us anything, it's that most of us are just one paycheck away from being in the food stamps line, from having to file for unemployment. Come on, y'all. No COVID test. Still no COVID test for a corona test for all those who actually need one. And still no decisions being made on sound data rather than on those that uh, are made uh, to profit off the poor and the marginalized. We are still uh, living in a situation uh, where we have bad leaders who would not make good decisions uh, for the people of God. And so John comes on the scene and John presents Jesus as able to fill the leadership gap in the people of God. The Pharisees, the Sadducees, the scribes, 
nor the high priest could not meet the needs of the people. And as such, John says, I want you uh, to consider Jesus. Come on, y'all. In other words, John has surveyed uh, uh, the religious uh, landscape. And John says, uh, I want to present to you uh, a God who can be your leader and be your shepherd when no one else uh, is able to do such a thing. John says, I want to present to you uh, Jesus. The word made flesh, a Negro from the neighborhood kind of God, a miracle working God, a sign showing God, a God who was and is and always will be. John said, I want to present to you Jesus as the good shepherd. Now let me say it to you this way. John says, this good shepherd has a unique voice. Uh, this is where the rubber hits the road in this message. And the sheep follow him because they know his voice. I want to say, John says, Jesus is a good shepherd. He's a good leader. Come on, y'all. And it says, and those who follow him, follow him because they know his voice. I want you to hear me today. They are not confused by the voices of other shepherds. They know the voice of Jesus and they will not follow another. Here's my question to you today. Do you know your shepherd's voice? Come on. And I'm not talking about do you know Reverend Renita and pastor's voice. Now, that's one level of shepherding that uh, you got to know our voice. You got to know our heart. You got to know what we stand for. You got to know what our core values are as your pastors. It's good for you to know your shepherd's voice. But we are under shepherds. But then there's another shepherding that needs to take place over all of our lives. God needs to be established as the leader of our lives. Here's my question to you again. Do you know your shepherd's voice? Do you know the voice of God? Come on, y'all. I do not have a recording of the voice of Jesus, but I know it when I hear it. I, I want you to hear me today. I, 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 I don't have a recording. It's, it's not on the MP3 I download. I, I, I don't have it on a I, I record it anywhere. But all I tell you is that I know the voice of God when I hear it. How you say that, Pastor Espinosa? There is a distinctiveness to the voice of Jesus. There is a decisiveness to it. Come on, y'all. There's a creativity that comes with it. It changes my circumstances. It calms my fears, and it makes all of my troubles go away. It calms my doubts, and it gives me courage to believe that everything is going to be all right. John says Jesus' voice is the logos of God. It is the creative energy behind the cosmos. John says, if you know the voice of God, everything's going to be all right in your life. I want you to hear me today. Do you know the voice of your God? Do you know Jesus' voice in your life? Now, let me, let me see if I can make this thing plain to you. Recently, I learned about the process of how sheep learn to hear the shepherd's voice. 
I, I'm going to slow it down for you. I, I learned recently that we don't come here uh, knowing how to hear God's voice. I, I learned that when you join church and you are in, uh, you know, you just come into church on Sunday, that it takes more than that for you to hear or to learn the shepherd's voice. Amen. It is said that newborn lambs do not know their shepherd's voice, but they will follow the herd until the lamb gets old enough to know the shepherd's voice for themselves. I must say it to you again. I've, I've learned, I've learned that newborn, newborn lambs, that, that's new Christians. Come on, y'all. Uh, that's, that's the metaphorical way of saying uh, new Christians. When you just come to know the Lord, when you just get saved and you just get delivered, come on. You got to learn how to hear the shepherd's voice. But until you learn how to hear God for yourself, there is something that you can learn from staying with the herd. In other words, you got to stay with the herd until you learn how to hear the shepherd's voice. I say it to you again, you got to learn how to stay with the herd until you can hear the shepherd's voice. Listen to me. There, there's something to be said, my brothers and my sisters, about learning uh, uh, what the herd uh, uh, believes. Come on, y'all. There's something called herd mentality. It has to do with how a group of people behave when they are together. Amen. It's about group energy. It's about group cohesion. It is about group synergy. It is about group core values. It is what the group thinks, come on, and how they act on it. When you are a lamb that has not yet learned the shepherd's voice, you have not yet learned to be led by the Lord. Come on, y'all. You, you, you have an inkling of what it means, but you really don't know. Come on, my God. You have a little, you know, uh, uh, appetite to hear God, but you really don't know. And when you don't know, that's when you go through life with so many uncertainties, not knowing what to do next, not knowing, come on, the outcome of the storm that you're in, not knowing what God has in store for you. Come on, there's something to be said about staying with the herd until you can hear God for yourself. Now, if, if, if that's the case, uh, 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 then you got to learn that there's a difference between CNN and MSNBC and Fox and the Lord. Come on, my God. Uh, that those are voices, uh, but they are not the voice of God. Come on. They give reports, but they really don't report on what God is saying to us. Come on now. My therapist is a good voice for me. Come on, my God. I trust my therapist, my God, but my therapist is not God. My therapist does not have the final say on what happens in my life. Come on, Ray Hope. Who is the voice that speaks into your life? Who is the voice that speaks into your life when you are in trouble, when you have lost your way, when you have strayed away from the things of God? Who is the voice that tells you, come on back here, come on and try again, come on and clean your life up, come on and turn things around? 
Who is the God that resurrects your appetite for godliness and for truth and for righteousness and justice? Who is that God that does that kind of talking to you? I want to hear. I want to I wanna share with you quickly before I take my seats today. Listen to me. It matters what herd you belong to. Come on, my God. You know, we've said, who is your tribe here at the Ray of Hope Church before? That we are Ray of Hopers. Come on, y'all. That we go to the Ray of Hope Church and we teach you how to have hope in the face of hopelessness. We teach you how to have a voice in the midst of circumstances that says you do not have a voice. We teach you how to lift labels off your life and how it is uh, uh, that you can be healed from your diseases. Come on. It matters uh, what herd you belong to. Let me say it in another way, as plain as possible. It matters what church you go to. Come on, my God. I know you have opportunity to surf the web uh, this morning. Come on. Y'all can be flicking, flipping between this service and another service. Come on, my God. But there is something to be said about when you have death in your family. How will your herd take care of you? Come on, my God. That when you need to be married and you need a neutral person to speak into your life, you need to know that your herd will take care of you. Come on, y'all. When you are going through and you can't pray for yourself, do you belong to a herd that says prayer changes things? That we serve a prayer hearing and a prayer answering God. That we, you have been hurt. That there is a God that can heal you. Oh my God. There is something to be said about what herd you belong to. Every church don't teach the same thing. Mm -hmm. And every church does not promote the voice of God. Come on, y'all. Uh, so it matters what church you belong to. Reverend Renita always talks about authority is about what a people believe the Bible says. Come on, my God. The Bible is not authoritative just because it is words written in something called the Holy Bible. No, it gains its authority when a group of people decide this is what God would have us to do. So what heard do you belong to? Maybe I'm talking to some of my guests online today. What herd do you belong to? Do you go to church and hear a word that speaks truth to the power structures in our society today? Do you hear a word about gender equality? Do you hear a word about mass incarceration? Do you hear a word about not discriminating against our brothers and our sisters who are lesbians, who are gays, who are transgender, who are queer? Do you hear that kind of word when you go to the church where you belong? Oh, bless his name. It matters where you go to church and who your shepherds are and what they speak into your life. I don't want to go to a church 
that makes me feel good but does not challenge me to do good. I don't want to go to a church where the testimony does not transform my life. I don't want to go to a church where I spend two hours on a Sunday morning and I have no life skills after the service is gone. I want my life to be changed by the places I go and the shepherds under which I sit. I want to see God working in the lives of my shepherds because I want to be able to say, if God can do it for you, God can do it for me as well. Hallelujah to Jesus. What herd do you belong to? Oh, my God. I get caught up on that point right there. Uh-huh. Heights, it matters where you go to church. Nate, it matters where you go to church. Because until you can hear God for yourself, the herd ought to be able to hear for you. Bless his name. Bless his name. Somebody put your hands together and give God a good hand clap of praise for the real hope herd. matters. I'm telling you it matters. I'm telling you it matters. Uh-huh. What herd you belong to. I'm almost done. Come on, Reverend Nita. I got a few more minutes and I'll be done. Uh-huh. Sheep need shepherds. Why do sheep need shepherds? Come on, y'all. We don't talk about it. When you're in trouble, you don't mind being called sheep. When you are not in trouble, you got all your intellectual stuff going uh, you got two, you tooed <laughs> uh, when you ain't in trouble. <laughs> but when you're in trouble, you don't mind being called sheep. So I says sheep need shepherds. Amen. Members need pastors. Come on, y'all. Human beings need God to lead us every step of the way. Why? Because they are prone. Listen to me why you need them. You are prone to get lost and hurt yourself. Come on. That, that's why sheep need shepherds. You are prone to lose. Lose your mind. Come on, y'all. Lose your focus. Lose your ethical grounds. Lose your morals and your back. And hurt yourself. Come on, y'all. The old hymn writer says it so well in the hymn, Come Thou Fount of Every Blessing. It says, prone to wander, Lord, I feel it. Prone to leave the God I love. Here's my heart. Oh, take and seal it. Seal it for the courts above. Uh, courts above. We are prone to wander, all of us in this land. Come on, y'all. Sheep are known to wander off and get lost and hurt themselves. That's why you need a shepherd. You need a shepherd who has a rod and a staff. Come on, my God. The staff, oh, my God, has that hook on it. Come on. That'll hook you when you get lost. And sometimes sheep can be so stubborn, you got to take the rod and break your hind legs or break one of your legs just so you won't run off and get lost and hurt yourself in some ditch in life. Come on, y'all. All sheep eventually uh, will get lost and hurt themselves. Listen to me. Whether it is the known short-sightedness or whether 
It is their absent-mindedness. Sheep are apt to get lost and hurt themselves. Why? Because sheep cannot see, come on, y'all, beyond four to five, four to six feet beyond their nose, Brother Nate. They're sheep are short-sighted. They ain't got no long-distance vision at all. Come on, my God. That's why they can't travel at night. Oh, come on, my God. That's why they can't go too far without the voice of a shepherd. That's why they nibble off, nibble, 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 and they get lost. They feed with their heads down because they can't even see where the grass is up in front of them. I'm trying to help us understand something today. Most of us get lost because we cannot see uh, beyond our noses. Come on, my God. We can't see uh, what the devil has in store for us. We cannot see, come on, my God, what is around the corner of our lives. We cannot see uh, into the next chapter of our lives. And so we abort the next chapter of our lives because we cannot see. And that's why we need a shepherd. You need a shepherd in your life. What is it, me? A shepherd in your life? Amen. Bless you, Amen. We need a shepherd. You need a shepherd in your life to tell you what is coming up in front of you that you can't even see. That's why the psalmist says it this way, that he leads me beside still waters. A shepherd's voice is there to lead you. Come on, my God, so that you won't hurt yourself. And then when you hurt yourself, you need a shepherd to lead you back to safety. Most folks do pretty well without a shepherd until, come on, somebody say, until they hurt themselves. That's why you need somebody else to talk to you. That's when you need a prayer partner. That's when you need somebody to counsel you. Come on now. I don't know about you today, but I'm preaching my own self happy. Because when as a sheep of God, I lose my way. I need a shepherd to speak into my life. I need a shepherd to tell me, boy, you have strayed from the pathway of righteousness. Come on back and let me use you again to lead some folk where I have led you from. Come on. I want to recommend to you today, Real Hope, and to our guests, my Jesus, as the good shepherd, I want you to know something, that whenever Jesus says, I am anything, you ought to get happy, because I am is that word, that's I am Sunday is coming up, and we're going to talk about I am, but when Jesus says, I am the good shepherd, Jesus is pretty much saying, I I have been your shepherd. I am going to be your shepherd. And it does not matter what is coming up in front of you. I will be your shepherd as well. Come on, y'all. We ought to put a pin right there and shout just a little while. The reason why we are alive today is because the shepherd has been leading us even when we did not know he was leading us. So he was our shepherd. He has been taking care of us in the past. Even before we got to know his voice, God has been our shepherd leading us through all of the muck and the mire of life, through the trials and tribulations of life, through all of the storms and 
and all of the rains and all of the tornadoes of life. God has been our shepherd and right now God is leading us even right now in the middle of the storm in the middle of the rain God has been leading us God has been leading us God is leading us and then in the future God will be leading us every step of the way I may not know what the future holds but I know who holds my hand and as long as my hand is in God's hands and as long as I can hear my shepherd's voice I am not afraid of what the future holds tomorrow I may get COVID and die but my soul has been anchored in Jesus and my soul has hope that one day when this life is over I shall hear the words of God well done thou good and faithful sheep enter into the joy of the Lord hallelujah to Jesus bless his name not only is the shepherd's voice unique but I've learned from my research that every sheep, every sheep's voice is unique. And a good shepherd knows the voice of the sheep as well. The sound of the sheep, the sound that the sheep makes is called bleating. And every sheep has a unique bleat, Brother Akko, you know. And that's why you ought to keep bleating even when you have lost your way and when you hurt yourself and when you can't hear your shepherd's voice I wonder if I'm talking to anybody in here as I try to close this thing out today wonder if I'm talking to anybody but me lost my way on some things hurt myself and others and didn't always hear my shepherd's voice here's the question for you what's your bleat sound like when you are lost and hurting. Sheep makes that song, bah, bah, or bah, bah. You hear them, sheep? <laughs> they make that song. Amen. Uh, but what does your bleat sound like when you are in trouble? When you are in trouble, come on, do you blurt out the expletives? Or do you just call on the name of your God? You better make some sound so your shepherd can leave the 99 and come and see about you. Last night, my wife reminded me last night of an incident that occurred some 26 years ago. We had a young sheep in the house. And the young sheep had long curly hair. And I used to braid that long curly hair and put bubbles at the ends of the plaits. And one night while sleeping, the little sheep, come on, my God, got her hair stuck in the rails at the side of the crib. The little sheep couldn't even talk at the time. Didn't know how to eh, say any words or any sentences. Come on, y'all. The little sheep got stuck in the rails, and the little sheep thought she was about, you know, to just choke out between the... The little sheep couldn't talk, but she can bleat. Come on, y'all. She had a bleat. The little sheep just bleated out some words that sounded like da-da. Da-da, da-da, da-da. 
Dada, and, and off running I went to rescue my little sheep from the herding herself in the rails of the crib. I heard the bleat and I went running to the rescue only to discover that my little sheep, come on, uh, had been wrapped up and tied up in the rails of the bed. Is there anybody, come on, out there today that can testify that at some point in your life, when you got stuck in a tight spot in life and you are about to hurt yourself or hurt yourself, that you're called out to your shepherd and your shepherd came to see about you. My little sheep says, Dad, I, but maybe you have to say the words, Father, I stretch my hands to thee. No other help I know. If thou wilt withdraw thyself from me, where shall I go? Well, before I take my seat today, let me testify in the words of the anonymous sound writer. I've seen the lightning flashing. I've heard the thunder rolls. I felt same breakers dashing, which tried to conquer my soul. I've heard the voice of my Savior telling me, still fight on. He promised never to leave me, never to leave me alone, never to leave me alone, never to leave me when I'm hurt, never to leave me when I'm lost, never to leave me when I'm sad, never to leave me when I'm broken, never ever to leave me alone. Is there anybody out there today that can call him and know that he will not leave you, that he will pick you up? Turn you around, plant your feet on a solid ground, and tell your child, come on here and run on and see what the end will be. Hallelujah to Jesus. I'm so glad. Lead me, guide me along the way. For if you lead me, I cannot stray. Lord, let me walk each day with thee. Oh, God, come on, stand in your homes, your houses. Get out of that bed. Lift your hands. Cup your hands with your family. Say, Lord, lead us and guide us. Oh, God, oh, God, guide me along the way. Come on, everybody. For if you lead me, I cannot stray. Lord, let me walk each day with thee.
on, sing it one more time. Lead me, guide me along the way, along the way. For if you lead me, God, for if you lead me, I cannot stray. Lord, let me walk. Lord, let me walk. Stay with me, lead me, oh Lord, lead me. Listen to me today. If you are at home, as I ask you to stand, the herd mentality at your home ought to be that we need to hear a word from God. We need to hear our shepherd's voice. In the flesh, we hear it by way of the sermons, by way of the prayers, by way of the ministries of your local pastors. But then individually, you need to hear the voice of God speaking to your life. If you're under the sound of my voice today and you do not have a church home, it matters what church you belong to. It matters Josh down in Texas and folks down in Miami and people who have left this church. That's why it's so difficult to find another church, a church like the Rev Hope Church, because what you hear here is life-giving. It is life-changing. It is not just about performance. It is about helping you to get the power of God. And I want to challenge you today to find a church where you can feel as though you are hearing God. Forget what the choir sounds like. Forget how the pastor closes it. Do you hear your shepherd's voice? Do you hear the voice of God? And is it creating something different in your life? If you're in this church today, amen, under the sound of my voice, I want to ask you to pray and ask God to lead you and guide you to the right shepherd for your soul. Amen. God, we give you thanks and praise for the joyousness of this moment. Now be with us for the remainder of our service. We'll be careful to give you the credit, the praise, the honor, and the glory. I believe we move right on. Bless the name of God. Bless the name of God. things that are important to us here at the Rev Hope Church is First Sunday Communion. It is an opportunity for us, amen, to check in. We always say, I always tell you about my elementary school practice, and they call the role, we used to have to say, present miss or present sir. Communion is their way of saying that between the last time we gathered for worship and this time that you're still in the way, you have not lost your way. Amen. And we give God thanks and praise for communion. This is a justice meal. It is not a table of condemnation. It is an invitation to experience the grace and the mercy of God. Wherever you are as you assemble yourselves, Reverend Nita would give us a prayer of consecration and also instructions on what we want you to do at home.
Come on, everybody, those of you who are still on with us, those of you who are faithful, who are obedient, the blood, the blood, we abbreviate our, our communion words, and, but we bless the Lord for the broken body and the shed blood. We bless these emblems as we ask that you would right now run to the run to the refrigerator, get some bread out. It's all right. Get some milk out. But it says, remember my sacrifice for you. Take this cup and take take this bread and break it and drink it. And so we we bless you right now as members and go around your family if you have others around the family. And we ask that you would bless. Bless, bless, bless your children, bless your household, bless one another. Way back on Calvary, it is the broken body and the shed blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus the Christ. It is it, it's foolish, it's foolishness to those who do not believe it. It makes absolutely no sense. But 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 in a slave quarters, down in the brush harbors, uh, the slaves would figure out some kind of way. They didn't have great air-conditioned sanctuaries, but they just got a little piece of bread and got a little 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 something that they may have taken from the master's house and they broke the bread and they and they poured the juice and they said this is the Lord's broken body it says remember me so pastor as you go now and 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 receive for us come on everybody lift it up lift it up as pastor says the final words lift it up lift it up lift up the, the, the bread and whatever it is we we've just got thank God we just got crackers we just got a little juice but we thank God we have crackers and juice here just for those of us who are in the sanctuary as we encourage you, the people of God in your homes, get an element, amen. We thank God for the all days. They got us a little grape juice and a cracker. That's, what, that's all you're going to get today, grape juice and a cracker, amen. And we give God thanks and praise for that. So I'm going to serve. Oh, it reaches. Oh, it reaches to the highest Thank God for faithful altar aids. As pastor's now walking throughout the sanctuary, he's walking to the musician, to the singer. We're going to take it back to the media ministry and security. Look, cracker and look, juice. Yeah. Whatsoever you have, baby. It's the memory. It's the memory. It's the memory. It, it, it's, it's the ritual. It's the memory. It's the ritual. It's the, it's the thought behind it. You got to be able to say that even in COVID, even in COVID, I was determined. I didn't have to just make it to the house of God. I found whatsoever was in my house. That's all right. Little piece of bread or a little cracker or a little cookie. It's all right. Come on. I want to be able to say that until I go see Jesus every first Sunday, I press my way and I had some kind of some form of communion. Thanks be to God. Just enough. Just enough. Exactly enough. Oh, yes. That gives me strength. 
Lord, 
just what he said. I don't know how, but all I know is any day now, the Lord is going to do just what he said. Oh, any day now, any day now, the Lord is going to do just what he said. I don't know how. But all I know is any day now, the Lord is going to do just what he said. Any day now, any day now, the Lord is going to do just what he said. I don't know how, but all I know is any day now, the Lord is gonna do just what he said.